0: Just like that, before you know it, here we are at MMA and Beyond episode number five. It's Steve Maraboli here with the great Ray Longo, and of course Mike, the producer, coming back. Coming back strong, sir. We're going to see if lightning can strike twice.
1: Oh, yeah. Can we this. say at the not so great producer right after I'm called great? After just you. to accentuate right. how great peaks, I actually am. The compared peaks to and him. valleys yeah. of yeah. this show. This is how low the show is, <laughs> <sent. laughs> yeah. Ramon.
2: Yeah. Come on back in. Yeah. That's yeah. where we're at. What's yeah. going on? If it gets on, any
1: lower, we're going to have Fritz the Wonder Weasel on next week. <laughs>
0: We actually turned it into a circus show yeah. What's going on, Mike? How you doing, boss? I'm doing alright, man Good day today How you doing, Ray? Oh, man, good day saw you training earlier I'm not going to pretend that we weren't both sweating at the gym today Yeah, I love it I'm doing the work Mike, when are you coming back to roll? I need somebody to roll with, brother, on Sundays What time do you go? I go in the morning I go in the uh, Usually around 11-ish Sometimes I can talk uh, Jenny Adele go t- To go to the gym and-, and beat me up before she beats Ray up are you talking about the jujitsu, or are you just
2: talking about just man? Just I try out?
0: to sweat as much as possible, so I'll hit pads with Jenny, and uh, and that's always a great workout. But if we can get in some jujitsu before or after, mm-hmm. I'm always down. I am for super jitsu might yeah. be the answer to, to endless fitness questions, man. <laughs> the jujitsu is amazing. It's a, it's a whole new world. I'm I'm getting into it at at 42. Wish I had gotten into it at a younger age, but you can't should have done something right, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it's it's absolutely amazing. So if you can
1: come down, roll, that would be great. Yeah, well, I would love to see that.
2: I, <laughs> Ray wouldn't you know, heckle I, you I at used all. To, I used to take lessons from Ray. And I, I actually moved on to Jenny Nadell because Ray was not as nurturing as Jenny is. You know, Ray is yeah, he you know needs to be he, I, You, you got to give, he, he you know, really give me something. He really
0: needs to be something. coddled. But I'll tell you about Jenny. She's nurturing. She is definitely nurturing. But she will murder you. Yeah, she's tough. She will not let you breathe. She and she's you know she is the the protege. I mean, she was trained and put through the the rigor of a, of a longo training. So she yes. is one hundred percent. Uh, Ray Longo trained and she puts you through what he put her through and um, and all of that resentment and anger that that comes with being trained yeah, by this probably guy probably less well, than what know, I She put least says good job good yeah, work she, you know he's like she says that you would you were merciless yeah, in the no, training
1: she's probably putting you through less and uh next time she says good job I demand the lie detector <laughs> test <laughs> even if I'm not that needle that needle just goes right off the charts
0: yeah, it's, it's it's rough. And shout out to my buddy and and an incredible champion inside and outside of the ring, uh, Jenny Nadell. Thank you for for keeping me in shape. Ray, you had some fights last night. We got my 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 buddy Dylan, my I'll buddy Dylan. You, man,
1: big stuff, man. We had uh boy, our amateurs are literally crushing it, man. I think we're probably eight eight for eight now, eight in a row, something like that. But uh, again, another great night. Had uh Dylan Mantel Ma- Montello. I probably said his name wrong. Sorry, Dylan. But uh man it took his second fight in a couple of weeks, he, which yeah, was he crazy. Just had a busted up nose, but uh still jumped in for one of our fighters that didn't make it. And uh man, he he did great. He actually submitted the guy in the second round, probably submitted him in the first round, but you know, amateur amateur MMA there's no hitting on the floor and he had right. the guy in the triangle and the guy punched him in the face. And Dylan really wanted to continue. The ref stood him up because of the foul, so he kind of rewarded the guy. So he kind of tapped the guy twice.
0: So your favorite, referee issues.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that in 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 a second. second. The other guy, Charlie Campbell, I go go in, he has the Cannibal as his nickname. I tell you, did he live up to his nickname? I'm saying that was the closest thing to the Tate Lobianco murders that you're going to (laughs) see. I mean, and honestly, Mike, you could try this. If you play his fight backwards, you're going to hear Paul is dead in the background. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, yeah, it was bad. No, no, he really came out with a like the kid stole something from him. It was a great fight, and he finished it in the first round. Rear naked jo- choke, but it was more uh, really strikes before that, and I think the guy was just looking for a way out at that point. I, I don't even know if I blame him. It was, for an amateur fight, it was one of the most uh, brutal fights I've seen in a while, man. And
2: lasted one round.
1: Yeah, one round. So, great night for the team. And uh, that was it. Yeah. Are, you,
0: are you continuously seeing, like, different levels of amateurs, like the amateurs at this level just being at a higher level than they were years ago? You, you have this combination. You, we're having a whole generation of people now that, who are MMA trained, yeah, uh, not just yes. specifically trained yeah, in some I sort think. of art and then transitioning. These, these fighters are MMA trained. Are you seeing yeah, it just yeah, a yeah. higher I, level in I general? I think it's a little
1: bit, yeah, it's different. And I think we have, like, five or six guys now that are really – really well-rounded and they all have a specialty and like again they're only going to get better they're still amateurs with a couple of fights and that's it one or two fights uh so there's a couple of i think there's a couple of dark horses in there that we could see make a splash you know they're all in really competitive weight classes like we're really deep in that 155 category yeah which is is a killer division but uh they're gonna. I could tell you they're all gonna have great amateur careers. There's, that's already established in my head. You know how you take it to the next level. It's gonna. You know who's gonna put in the right work. Not even the hard work, just the right work. Who needs work on their wrestling and they're willing to do it, or jujitsu, or whatever. You know. Cause, so is that
0: something you see? Like, because I would imagine that the amateurs in their mind, they they have you know all. Well, all have conor mcgregor yes, aspirations yeah. but is it something you see where you're like oh this guy's got it whatever that it factor is kind of like a, a hollywood agent would see do you see it as a as a as an expert in this field like you see who's got that it professional yeah, i'm mean,
1: i I'm not saying they have like chris weidman it factors but like again they're well-rounded and you never know it's going to take a couple of more fights and again chris came in with that pedigree of uh just being a D1 wrestler. He was wrestler. an exception He was wrestler, an exception at the right? he time. He was already successful in so his field. you know, you got to remember, he didn't even have any amateur fights. He went right to the pros, which is unusual. And then he was fighting for the title with like 11 or 12 fights. That's a whole other story where he got to, in a short period of time, to me, is really phenomenal. Uh, and these guys, are they're good right now. They're not, I'm not saying they're great, but they're, they're good. And somebody's going to run away from the pack and be a you know, a leader somewhere. I don't know which guy. Is it a
0: fight that does it? Is it? Is it, I would imagine that, that people transition from uh, a fight or two that really makes makes or breaks somebody. Is it a fight that does it and they kind of step up into yeah, that field? Yeah, I think or?
1: so. You know, you have, you know, you got to see who goes through the adversity. And, you know, with the amateurs, you're able to control who they're fighting a little more, I think. not Like, you know, when you get to the UFC, you're thrown to the wolves, man. There is yeah. no, you know... There's no picking fights. There's none of that. You're just you have. That's why I try to tell these young guys: you have to be squared away by the time that call comes because you you can grow on a job, obviously, but it's going to take a while. And then you got to be lucky to grow on a job. So now, Ray, if
2: I'm if I'm coming in and I'm an amateur and I say, Hey, Ray, I want you to train me. I want to become, you know, a professional. I want. Are you looking to take on guys? Are you saying, Look. Before I'm even looking at you, you got to take a couple of classes to see what we have. I mean, you know, I'm sure that a lot of guys are coming into your gym yeah. because of your, your reputation to say, I want to be trained by you, but you're not necessarily looking to take on anyone coming through the door.
1: No. I mean, but if a guy comes in with one pedigree that stands above everything else, that guy's probably going to get a little extra attention. Like if the guy, you know, was a like, again, a good wrestler, he won the Golden Gloves, he's a pro boxer, He won the Worlds in Jiu-Jitsu, you know, something. You know, he's a glory kickboxer that you think you could do. That's a different story. You know, they've already, you know, reached a good point in their, you know, the field they're in. So, you know, that's different than a guy come in and say, I want to go to the UFC and I have no experience at all. Right, right. Yeah, that's.
2: That would be me. I
0: was
1: going to say, so me, you're saying. Right, exactly. (laughs) So me. Exactly. (laughs) I want in. Dana
0: White, I want in, yeah. but specifically forty-five, right. five foot seven, yeah. ready to rock, <laughs> right? I'm right. ready to go, a danger to anybody for a good minute and ten seconds, exactly. And 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 so so you got some good prospects, and so yeah. Did you watch the fights last night?
1: I did watch the fights. What you got, brother? What you got? I mean, uh, I thought really a lot of good fights. We're and, talking about UFC on Fox twenty-eight. You know, obviously, I had a problem with the. Uh, the Emmett and um, Stevens finish, I thought that, you know, in retrospect now really looks bad. And, you know, I think there's a big mix-up too also because a lot of people are saying that, you know, it wouldn't have affected the outcome Stevens was going to win. And I'm like, you know what, man, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Because Stevens is a savage, man. He is. He's a freaking savage. And the problem is, though, that the ref does have a responsibility. He has a job, and the job is to protect the combatants, and that's where the problem the, care who would have won. That guy took two career ending elbows to the back of the head, then whether the knee landed or not, the guy still threw it, in you know, intentional. I mean, it was illegal whether it, you know, and it did hit, you know, when you look at the replay, so the bigger picture is the responsibility that the ref, he really let down Josh Emmett. That's just the bottom line. He let that kid down. And like, you know, if I get kicked in the balls during a fight, I'm hoping the ref steps in and gives me my five minutes. Sometimes he doesn't. They miss it. You know what I mean. So, this is something that you know they're going to appeal, and unfortunately, until there's really something done about the Does way these anything get turned nothing, over in appeals, nothing ever. And oh. this isn't getting. This is going absolutely nowhere. I, I just would like to see.
0: Is there more training? Is there any sort of? A liability, repercussion. Is there any sort of anything for a, a missed call like
1: I this? think you would actually have to stab somebody in the octagon to lose your job as a ref. You might have to actually stab somebody or shoot somebody. There's just no accountability, man. It is because these are the commissions, right? Yeah, I don't know who it is to be honest with you, but the commissions are the start, and it's—I don't know. I mean, if I'm Josh Emmett, I'm just pissed. I don't even care about winning or losing the fight. I took some shots that I shouldn't have taken, period. Now, Ray,
2: is it with the knee? Is it the fact that he threw the knee, or is it the fact that he had to connect with the, with the knee while the guy was it? Well, look,
1: look, in boxing, right, if you knock a guy down, you can't punch the guy while he's on the floor. Right, so whether well, you I kn- connect so it, or not. Well, that's the point. Like, I knock you down, and then I go to punch you in the head, but I miss and I hit the canvas. Is that illegal? Yeah, it's illegal. You tried the big shit, so you missed him. Right. You, the, intent the intent was intent to hit him, there. Right. you know what I mean? So that's illegal. I mean, the ref has to jump in and stop you from doing that, you know what I mean? And, again, he, Josh Emmett was let down that night, period. That's it. You know, he, you know, who knows? Even in Emmett's head he could have been saying, you like, I'm going to get a five-minute break. You know, the guy just, look, it happened to Weidman. You know right. what I mean? Like, I was told, I'll give you an example. I was told by the commissioner that there's no instant replay in New York, yet they went to the instant replay. It, like, the kangaroo court doesn't even give. Right, right. This, I, 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 you, it's. Right, that was the wide Like, I don't Mousassi, even know what to right? say. Right, Wide Musasi. and then that became a clusterfuck for no reason, man. You know what I mean? And that was, nothing ever happened with that, you know? So now there was no instant replay last night. Who, who knows? Is there, there isn't different rules, different states. We've been through it before, you know, until somebody dies, they're just gonna do the same shit, you know. It's nothing's nothing's gonna change, nothing's gonna get addressed, and you know, just hope that your guy isn't one of the casualties of this crap.
0: And and so there is no from what you understand, no really repercussion or retraining or anything. Does the commission look and say, Hey, listen, you, you missed this? Yes, fortunately the guy this guy uh missed the knee right. that he threw, but had he hit it and, this could yeah, have been horribly let's too. let's yeah. let's
1: so there's really no and and again I wanna emphasize Jeremy Stevens is a savage he's a, man. He's, Those ain't just elbows, those were really That guy's got vicious. a story, man. They they yeah, can very they vicious can shape
0: of, that story yeah. from a marketing, you know, UFC marketing department. That guy's got a story. You should be shaping that. That yeah. guy's got uh, I didn't know I, I only knew him as the who the fook is this guy? Yeah, yeah uh right. Conor McGregor. I only, oh, was I only knew him as that. I only knew him as that. I didn't realize that not only is he a savage, not only yeah, yeah. is he an incredibly dedicated fighter, but he's got a great backstory yeah. too, homelessness, homeless yeah. with his mom. Like I mean, this is a great story that the UFC can put to something and that guy's there to fight. You put yeah. him in front of anybody he's fighting. It was it was a good fight. It, it was a good oh, it was fight. A and really... and uh, definitely I agree with you. It's not the first time we've had this conversation where liability, you're you're an attorney. If you don't do your job well, there's there are repercussions. Oh,
1: yeah. Look, Josh Emmett could actually, I would civilly go after somebody and go, look, you had a responsibility to protect me, and you didn't do it. You didn't do it. And the commission's not going to do nothing. I think Josh Emmett's responsibility is to take matters into his own hand, hands and make a statement so he forces some future regulation to, to combat what's going on, man. Now, you had mentioned in the UFC,
0: and once you get to that level, you don't really control who you're fighting or what. It's really matchmaking. Right. How much control or say do you have over which referee is, is overseeing? So let's say you had an issue with a referee during a, the, I don't know, the the weidman Musasi right. fight. Let's say you that didn't sit well with you. Would you be able to say to that referee or to the UFC, hey, great, for, for Chris's yeah. next fight, Thank you, uh, but if you can, let's not have this same referee. Do you guys yeah, have that de- kind definitely of say? F-
1: definitely for a title fight, the answer is 100% yes because they'll send you a sheet of, you know, uh, referees and who do you prefer and do you have any Now breaks. both camps are yeah, agreeing yeah, on this? Pa- yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty good, so that's good. And I'm going to say if there's a problem, like a known problem, they're going to... Make sure the guy's not reffing you. You could at least state your case uh, yeah, and say, yeah, hey, yeah. this is you know, why we'd feel more yeah, comfortable. You'd have to get like a manager or a, or a lawyer to write a letter to the commission saying, look, this does, doesn't even make sense. You know.
0: So is, is that the way that it works? So they'll say uh, just to give a quick behind the scenes, because I'm listening to this as you are, folks, you're listening to MMA and beyond. I'm Steve Maraboli. I'm sitting here with the great Ray Longo. You can participate in our show. You can go to MMAandbeyond.com. You could also contact us through our social media. Ray Longo is Ray MMA. That's on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, I'm Steve Maraboli on Instagram and Twitter. So, Ray, so somebody contacts you, let's say, for, for Chris Weidman's fight. Yeah. Or you got Aljo's fight. You got Quintus fight. Saw yeah, them both yeah, today yeah. at the gym. They yeah, both yeah. look amazing. Yeah, yeah. And great, uh, great so they contact them. you. Now, dude, at that moment... Do both teams start negotiating the terms of the fight? No, the 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 terms definitely
1: aren't negotiated. But the referees and the judges you have have saying, I think, for the title fights. I know I've been there before, so we normally get a couple of refs to choose from, and if both camps agree on it, that's a done deal. Same thing with the judges. The judges, I'm not sure. But, you know, I did have a problem one time, so they will— they're not looking for any controversy there, so they'll do the right thing with that, yeah. Hmm. But you have to, you know,
2: definitely voice your opinion. Follow
1: yeah, we'll the your you have to history, follow yeah. the protocol and have somebody, you know, like a ma- the manager normally does that.
0: It seems like a big little industry. It seems like a big little industry. Meaning, meaning, like if you cross paths or somebody rubs you r- the wrong way ten years ago, yeah. it might still be. They might be in a position of power to well, yeah. affect you. I feel that's, like.
1: any, that's anything in life, you know. It's that old saying: "Be nice to the people you meet on the way up, because <laughs> they're going to be the same people you meet on the way down." But yeah, you have to uh, look. I think that's politics too, man. You know, you're going head to head with somebody. Next thing you know, the Democrats are in control, and you're out of a job. You're out of yeah. You're yeah. gone. You know what I mean? So I think it's the same. That's life, you know. But yeah, I mean, if you had a gripe with somebody, and you have a position, and that guy all of a sudden becomes your boss, yeah, I think you're probably <laughs> you're probably screwed.
0: All, all of the effort put in uh, to get the UFC into New York State, um, here we are a, a few years later. Uh, how are you feeling about New York's positioning with uh, MMA?
1: Uh, yeah, it didn't change much. The amateurs, you could do a show, but as a promoter, you cannot promote, like, uh, professional MMA bouts because they made the insurance liability so so hefty that only the big guys can really afford it, you know, and that that became a problem. But the amateurs, it's good to be able to promote amateur fights, which is always great watching the guys coming up. But uh, pros are still, that's a, that's a no-no, man, with the all, you know, so they kind of... Legal. Is that why a
0: lot of them happen in Jersey? And yeah, that yeah, sure.
1: Okay. It's going to stay like that because it's, you know, not cost effective to do a show in, in, in New York. You'd have
0: to charge a fortune for tickets. And yeah,
1: yeah, you, you couldn't even, that wouldn't even. That wouldn't
0: even do it. No. Okay.
1: No, you need. You're talking about just TV like the rights website. and all that Exactly, stuff. Okay. right. You need pay-per-view dollars. You need, you know, a couple of million dollars at the gate. You know, it's. You're not doing no right. It's not actually charging it's an for extra the big ten dollars. Right. Yeah, right.
0: Speaking of the big boys and taking a turn for 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 profit, women's fighting in UFC took place five years ago. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Liz Carmouche. That I mean, that changed the state of the game. Dana White said that they would never be on there. They absolutely were. You think it's a it's a pro, it's a con. Do you see it's a it's a, it's how it's advanced the UFC? Did it did it make a big difference from from your perspective at all?
1: I think it's a pro, man. I'm really digging some of the uh, you know the women's MMA when it's when it's done right is really really good. There's some really tough girls out there. I think that was a that was a big plus. I think that's a that's a win-win for everybody, and uh, you know even. Women's boxing tried a while ago, and they, they had, you had, like, Christy Martin and Leila sure. Raleigh, but you still see, you know, it's, it's not where it should be, because I don't think it ever got supported. The UFC, man, there's some really, those some girls are really getting good, man. Some talented, oh, yeah. gifted people in there. There's, those girls are good, you know, and that's why it's good to see some of the crossovers. Well,
0: you're seeing multidimensional fighters you know coming across and you're seeing some people who are trying it you know it's it's a tough thing to transition oh we saw it we saw it with uh heather the heat's fight it's a it's a tough thing to transition into uh, and to something that's not just hands but hands feet grappling all that stuff and (laughs) it's if you're not used to
1: it that's an absolute nightmare especially you get a good wrestler on you and you can't get back to your feet you just
0: they're just on you they don't get off you Period. It, it's it's incredible, and you know it's it, it, the 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 argument cannot be made. I mean, it was obviously financially, Mike, a, a tremendous difference for the UFC as far as pay per view. Ron having Ronda Rousey step in and do that not only be an Olympic, but having this big, uh, 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 d- having someone who is not only gifted. Not only a monster, she was compared to the Mike Tyson. They were comparing her to Mike Tyson at the time. At the time, I remember Joe Rogan saying, "Hey, she could probably beat half the guys on the UFC roster." Having this was a tremendous thing for pay per view and a boost all around for the 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 view uh, of of how many people were were seeing the UFC.
2: Well, I tell you something. The, the other thing that didn't hurt is she's 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 an attractive woman, you know, and. Um Ray just uh, Ray went. Ray, Listen, Ray, took
0: a, he, Ray took a powder. He, powder. Ray, Ray, Ray took a powder break. Twenty-one minutes <laughs> in, he, he's he's hitting, That's his average. He can keep it to one. <laughs> he can't even slink the, out. The podcast he like, he like, is what we do. Trips over stuff, slinking out. Right. We, we, the podcast is what we do in between Ray going to the bathroom.
2: But um, but I think that she's not only is she a great fighter, uh, she's a a dominant fighter, um, and she was you know she's a great personality and uh i think she's great on on camera and i think that helps a lot that was huge i mean i was we were watching uh, uh before i came here my uh my youngest guy and my my brother uh, came over and we were watching the wwe elimination right the first this first professional wrestling. wrestling the old wwf the WW, now wwe d- 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 e. and it's the it's the chamber elimination the first time they did it with the women and i'm watching it and i said to my brother do you remember um like sensational Sherry when they first started, fabulous Mula. The fabulous Mula, but you know what the women are now? I mean, how athletic they are, and it's just a completely different game. So I think in the MMA world, these these girls are unbelievable athletes. It's not you know just rock them, sock them. I mean, they are, have skills, and and I think that it's um, I think it's great for the sport.
0: Yeah, I think so. And adding that dimension, and, you, and even Rhonda, the how big she was how dominant she was and then recognizing that she was you know it, it adds to the intellect of 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 mixed martial arts and I I wish Ray was back here for this but how actually how much strategy is actually involved where you have a Rhonda who was seemingly unbeatable that that the the original Rubik's cube right and then as soon as someone figured it out they realized there's a formula for this right and they just knew the formula, and then a couple of people just followed the formula. They weren't even stressing about it anymore. Like, yeah. oh, this is a—you just have to do this. It's exactly what they did. Beat her every time, and, and uh, it was interesting to watch the women's game. Hop in leaps and bounds. You know, it took the the men's game. It took years and years and years, of course, to develop to adjust. To it was a kind of a, a kind of a Darwinism within the right. MMA for men, where the women's leaped right away. You had this dominant, dominant. Uh, judo practitioner with a killer arm bar. She was like the Gracie in the first She one. was incredible. Like no one could. Right. And then once you figured out, add dimensions to this Holly Holm, which said simple, keep her hips away from me. Don't let her bring her hips close to mine and I'm going to be okay. And she actually absolutely did. Another thing about team and mindset was Rhonda had these people around her that were telling her she's. Invincible, invincible. Yeah. They, yeah. they, I remember seeing an interview at one time where they were telling her, "Oh, you, you." She would do well against a Mayweather. That's how great of a fighter she is. And, and and no, nobody around her was telling her, "Hey, you need to to work on uh on your hands. You need to work on this." And Holly Holm went in there and said, "Let me just keep her hips away from me, and and with that distance, I'm going to light her face up." Yeah. And that was it. It was just figuring out that the the mathematics of of, be, of beating her and that was actually helpful to not only women's game but the men's game is recognizing how important it is to have all these dimensions. But I think right at fighting. that
2: point in time she was kind of starting to transition. She was doing film. I mean, and Ray, Ray even if you can make as times, much money
0: just talking on camera instead of getting punched and kicked in the yeah. face, I, I can't blame her. But
2: I think I even Ray, you were saying, you know, that when you have if you're training for a fight and you're distracted because you're all over the world
1: doing films, I mean, yeah, it just, you know, it's... It's not, not not in this sport. You're not getting away with it, for sure. All in or all out. That's the mm-hmm. same.
2: And like we were talking about the WWE, she's now going to be a, a professional wrestler, and she's going to be at WrestleMania.
1: So, like, a
0: full-time... That's my understanding. Is she playing a different character? she playing She's herself? coming out.
2: It's Ronda Rousey, and she came out and didn't say a word, and she just pointed up at the uh, WrestleMania. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a—it's that's the transition, and, and she'll make a Tremendous amount of money. Good there. for her. Yeah.
0: It, it'll keep her a lot busy, but she's not going to get intentionally knocked out anyway. I'm sure there's plenty yeah, of don't injury. Tell my, and...
2: Don't tell my youngest one on that. He, he still yeah. thinks it's real.
0: Dude, I used to watch it when I was a kid. I, I, I saw Jimmy Superfly Snooker right. yeah. against the Magnificent Morocco in the Steel Cage in Madison Square Garden. I was a really young kid, and, and I was all in, man. I was all in with him, with Bob Backlund and all of them. The Iron Cheek. Well, I it was, was all about Jake the Snake, the I resurrection was, of Jake the Snake Roberts, man.
1: That was great and, with he, he Diamond's Dallas Page. He didn't end up too good, Jake the Snake. No. I don't know if you ever well, saw. Did you see the documentary well, yeah, on I the was,
2: resurrection well, when he went with Dallas was, Diamond Page doing the yoga? Yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. That was the Diamonds and they have, Down did, Page did you see what they're
1: great. doing now? They have a big special coming out on Andre the Giant. Yes. Which looks phenomenal. HBO. Yeah, Absolutely.
2: Is, I saw that on, in April. It's coming very out. Very excited to see That's that. going to be great. Yeah, he yeah. was huge. And
0: Vince McMahon, you know, they were just getting on TV and, and getting some major play on TV. And Vince McMahon would have him, on top of being big, he would have him stand on a big crate. To make oh, really? see, to make him seem even bigger because v- Vince McMahon isn't a small he's not my size so he was a pretty big fella himself right, so right. he would have Andre stand on a crate to make him seem even even taller so it was it was brilliance and the marketing of uh, of Vince McMahon so uh, good for Ronda Rousey hopefully she has a successful career there and if she ever makes it back to the octagon which I highly doubt in that case uh, I wish her luck but there are some killers some killers out there who 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 are multi dimensional. Fighters. Folks, you're listening to MMA and Beyond. I'm Steve Maraboli here with the great Ray Longo, and of course, as Ray points out, the much less great uh, Mike, the producer. Very and you can, good. You yeah, can I contact don't even get the last name It's just <laughs> Mike, the producer. <laughs> you, you, you can uh, contact us uh, through MMAandBeyond.com. You could also reach Ray on Instagram and Twitter at RayLongoMMA. You could reach me at Steve Maraboli. I'm a pretty findable, fella. And Mike, where could they reach you? Empty. Uh,
1: MTRasig at IHaveNoFollowers.com. <laughs> 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 That's pretty much it.
2: That's pretty much it. Please, somebody be the first guy to
1: follow him. Chris, can you get on your phone just right least now? Just at do it now for just me. Just hit the follow button, please. <laughs> just so
2: I can, like, get up in the morning <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and be like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: someone has followed me. at
1: NoFollowers.com. Yeah, no he equates everything <laughs> to Twitter followers, which... That's I know, yeah. not good. I mean, he's at least I got over 100, I think, on my Instagram. That's just... A thousand years you don't have 100 Instagram followers. yeah
0: <laughs> all right we're gonna go to feedback feedback you can contact us through any of that feel free to ask a question we're gonna start uh from our website um uh connor in michigan asks a simple question it's, hey guys love the show
2: if you were a fighter what song would you come out to i would come out ray to <laughs> it's a long way to the top if you're gonna rock and roll by acdc wow that's right I'd probably come I out to the to, you, the, to I, the to the i, I
1: would i would go a c d c too you shook me all night long, which was one of my favorite songs growing up
0: yeah i don't uh i don't know i would come back i would be more gimmicky, i think I would be more gimmicky and I would come back to some sort of nineteen eighties the Commodores? dance no i would go with, i would i would go Once, where everyone listening later. would would want to, who's my age or, or or would want to put on some cacchis and 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 cruise the boulevard in in an IROC. Oh, I would yeah. I would I would listen to some sort of fr- some George LeMond singing "Bat of the Heart" or something that would drive everybody crazy and embarrass anyone who's my friend or family. The gray jeans, I, I have the great jeans, I, I the acid would, wash I jeans, something like that. So I'm not taken seriously, and then I would in my mind be an incredible fighter in the cage, but a gimmick on the outside of the cage. Thanks so much, Connor from Michigan. Let's go with uh, uh Mike Graz. He says, "Hey Ray, I see you're acting." What film did you get your start in? Do you like acting better than training athletes? What
1: film did I you mean, get? Is this wow. <laughs> you know who Mike Graz is, right? That's his no, friend, Mike Grazios. Oh, yeah. no. Get oh, 100%. Out is it real? Mike did that? Oh, what? Cool. oh did yeah. You, yeah. Get, you know You're what? Are you just feeding this? this no.
2: No, it's just how popular the show is.
1: Unbelievable. Oh, he, he found a way to plug his movies? Just the fact that <laughs> he so. it. He found that the a guy, way to plug yeah, his movies. Just right. the fact that he's I Like, where the hell did he see that because the Brooklyn what? Banker has as many viewers as he has Twitter followers
2: which is why I I'm mean, sitting here with no, you guys no, 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 no. opposed to being on a beach somewhere <laughs> earning 20 percent uh, so, oh, so,
1: so what do was you the like question? acting
0: better you've done some some uh, Kevin can wait with the big Kevin James
1: yeah no I'll I tell you I like the acting way well, let's first give can we we have to plug uh, my my first movie that I was ever in was the Brooklyn Banker Directed, I mean, written by yours, no yep, other than right. Mike, M T Resig at Mike Resigley no somebody follow me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no follow. Directed by
1: Federico Castelluccio. Yeah, there he goes, our buddy. We there he goes. We joke uh, with Mike. Mike. Thank you, Mike Ras, for that gifted. question. He got his plug in. Yes, yeah. incredibly very gifted tricky.
0: writer, artist, uh, and I guess decent attorney and an yeah. incredible golf garf- golfer. Oh, is that accurate?
1: Yeah, he's a great golfer. Wonderful, but uh. No, the acting is good. I, you know, it's, it's always good to do something that you're not comfortable with. I like that coming outside of my comfort zone. So, so far, I've done a couple of things, having a blast with it. Uh, no, I do not like acting better than training athletes. That's really what I love to do. Um, and that's it. But uh, acting's, a, you know, it's, it's, it, I'm glad I did it. It's been fun. If anything comes around, I'm good to go. Now, I, do. I,
2: I will say this about Ray. I went to see a film. They had a showing, a special showing of a film that Ray was in called "You Never Asked," and he played a police officer. And I went with a friend of mine who is producing another film, which is kind of in the same genre, where it's a police kind of drama. And at the end of the film, I said, "What'd you think of the film?" And he said, "I like that guy Longo." That's my boy. So Ray has my boy. Ray (laughs) is for all you Uh, listeners. I'm going to tell you right now, Ray is an excellent actor. He's got a gift. Well, he's you got, got props
0: gift. for your sitcom appearance also, right? Oh, uh, what was that? You got props for your sitcom appearance yeah, also. A lot of people yeah, yeah. have good things to
1: that, say. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. That so was one, just a blink, though. One, one you gotta line, You got to see him in, yeah. in, in, no. see Oh, in oh, the he's... other one. I actually had lines in the movie <laughs> talking about it. Yeah, and he was very good. It. But so. uh, hopefully someday... Someday. Everybody will get to see yeah. that. That's uh, You know what that Banker. is? Brooklyn Banker. Someday Island. Someday <laughs> I'm going to do this. <laughs> Someday I'm <laughs> going to do that. Someday you might actually see that movie. You might actually see that movie, Steve. Someday. Someday. That yeah. Right now it's on Someday Island.
0: <laughs> well, well, that's someday, but we're going to go back in, in, in the past a little bit. Last time we talked about Mike Tyson uh, being knocked out, and that, would ha- that had been 28 oh. years ago. Now we're talking about Cassius Clay, the great Muhammad Ali, who, uh, who in February 1964 dethroned Shocking the odd makers, dethroning uh, heavyweight boxing champ Sonny Liston in a seventh round TKO. Did he did he change the game?
1: Oh, that, that guy, who Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that Was
0: that a game changer that that moment, or did he change it later? I I wouldn't have been born. uh
1: I uh, was the start of it. That was definitely the start. You know, he definitely. Even in that fight. You know, Wait, was, is that
0: the I shook up the world uh,
2: post-interview? I
1: think so. Yeah, I shocked the world. Was he uh, still
2: Cassius Clay at that time?
1: Yeah, he was definitely Cassius well, Clay. Well, he was Cassius
0: Clay until the Vietnam War, right? right
1: exactly. Okay, um, so 64. But his yeah, antics were, were there. He was out in front of that guy's hotel room at 3 in the morning, you know, antagonizing him and doing all his antics. So I think that was the start of it. You could even go back and look at those interviews. And he was a young, British kid. And... Uh, yeah he was a he was a shaper and a mover, that guy he he definitely changed the landscape of boxing for everybody
0: he learned how to use the media mike that's huge i mean when, when when someone's able to use production in that way before before marketing exists in the way that we know it now i mean that's a that's a huge if you could learn the angles and what people are interested in what they're watching he mastered in in that sense the
2: sound bite or oh, he um i tell you something it, there was a, a, a story that after i guess when he was stripped of his his belt um, and he couldn't, he he was down on his luck. Um, he was with Frazier, I guess, and Frazier was a champ, and they were in the in the in a limo together. And and Frazier was telling the story where he was really down, and Frazier like gave him some money or whatever it was, and he got out of the limo and turned around because there were cameras there and started yelling at Frazier. You're avoiding me. You don't mm-hmm. want to. I mean, he just whenever the cameras were on, he was able to kind of turn it on. I mean you know it's amazing, amazing and
1: and again i think the other interesting thing is he had his his foil everybody needs a you know an opposite and he had howard cosell who was huge at the time and those guys really the bantering between those two and the exchanges were phenomenal and i think that's another thing that really they had boosted. chemistry they had they had chemistry yeah it's like me and you right like me and you. like, uh, like You're being very truculent. Exactly yeah. like that. What's that chemistry project we all did as kids with? it smells like rotten eggs? What do you have to do for <laughs> sulfur. that? Sulfur. You get sulfur, the sulfur. Yeah. That's the chemistry we uh, have. You know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I think him and Cosell were phenomenal. If you, like, again, if you go back and look at that, you know, he's pulling Cosell's wig off. I mean, he did a lot of stuff that was just unbelievable. And, again, at a
0: time that there's, you know, three channels.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So if you have to think about
1: think about, you know, he became known internationally with no social media. I don't think that's an easy mm-hmm. thing to do, being one of the most recognizable guys in the world. So And also he's very stuff. controversial. I mean you with know. the U
2: Vietnam War and and uh I mean that was big
0: yeah. news. What other athletes really reached that at the time? So you you'd have Muhammad Ali uh, uh maybe not at the time years and years later, but Michael Jordan did it without social media. Um, well, Babe uh, Ruth uh, would
2: probably be the, one of the first guys. He was so well. You think known. he reached international? Oh, I think I think uh, Babe I Bruth. think Babe yeah. Ruth was probably up yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, he he loved to have fun, and and with the he was always taking pictures with the kids. I mean, the fans really loved him. I think
1: the other thing too, with Ali too, is it was the uh, the start of you know close circuit TV. If you think about it too, we went. Going to the movie theaters to see a fight was unheard of back then. You know, you'd, I'd go to Roosevelt Field, watch them fight Frazier. It was just oh, right. made there It was a movie such, theater. Yeah, there, just right. to coordinate. And I knew people that worked on those those cable, uh, you know, those closed circuit things. That was a big undertaking back then. You know, it was, seems like it's, it's ordinary now and nothing. But back then, to go see a fight, not on TV, but in the movie theater was. I was remember crazy.
0: it as a kid. I remember. Yeah. Um, I grew up in uh, Port Washington. The movie theater right up the street uh, had the uh, Leonard versus Duran, yeah, uh, and, yeah, yeah. and I remember them see, having it on the marquee and 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 seeing that there was there was boxing. And I remember asking my dad, like, "Wait, they're fighting here?" He's like, "No, just, they just they show it on the screen because yeah. that's how you have to see it that That's the precursor to pay per view. I guess uh, I
1: was that's a, you know somebody then said, you know, there's going to be a day when you're going to be able to watch that in your living room. And everybody was like, "Yeah, right." That's you know. I'm sure you'll have a phone on your wristwatch, and, <laughs> right? You know, right. Yeah. And, and it'll be like the Jetsons, really, where yeah, you, right. can, you can Trek.
0: FaceTime. Uh, incredible. Uh, so so, shout out to uh, uh, to Cassius Clay Muhammad Ali, who again Vietnam War is where he changed his religion, changed his name, and and started the started the controversy that was. Oh, yeah, that Ma- was Muhammad Ali. But that yeah. was
1: yeah, it. Was a lot of protesting at the time and. I mean, if you think of all the baseball players, Ted Williams, I think even DiMaggio, they all did their time and went back to playing baseball. Yeah. So how crazy is that? You know, I mean, that's why I think for all the vets that that Ali lost a lot of people. But I think in the long run, he won them back over. I think he stayed the course, and I think people started to get it after a while. Was it Jackie
2: Robinson that came out against him to—
1: I don't that I don't remember. It
2: was a couple of the of the athletes that came out to say. But just you know, think what about you,
1: what a great baseball player Ted Williams was, and he lost three years in yeah. the service. I mean and still one of the best ever. I mean that that's big, man.
0: That's huge. And and, and to to, uh, to understand it's something we can't even understand because there wasn't a tremendous media. Uh, It's it's hard to understand what kind of not only the sacrifice that was, but what the conversation was. There wasn't uh, if there was a a march, if there was a riot of some sort, you wouldn't really see it unless you happen to be watching TV at that hour. That's when news wasn't entertainment. So they only had a specific news block. That was publicly. It wasn't funded yeah, the way that they are now. Plus, you got now.
1: time to do your research, make sure everything was squared away, you cross your t's, you dot your i's. Now it's who can get out there the quickest. Nobody checks anything. Nobody checks anything and hence at Hence, the word fake
2: Fake news. media. Yeah. But fake that's the news. problem.
1: It's just everybody's in a rush to get everything out. So it's a freaking mess.
0: And you're and you're hearing it from all uh, other areas. Speaking of news, Richard Allen from uh, Twitter at uh, Richard Allen sixty three. He asks. Chuck and Tito in the news again. You guys want to see this fight happen? Uh, no, no, I don't,
1: not, mean not even close. I, I
0: want, I want to see it. I want to see it happen. If, uh, if Chuck and Tito uh, need the money and they want it to happen, then yeah, man, how is, fight. How old is Be Chuck? Be careful. I say they're my ageish, maybe leaning. I'm I'm 42. They're somewhere. They're f- leaning on 40 or 40 or something. I think Tito Ortiz might be older
1: than I am. Yeah. I, I remember Shamrock right fought. Yeah, that seems like it was ages ago. And, that, too. and
2: anybody he fought the Kimbo Slice, right? And he's like he was like 50 at the time.
1: Oh, uh, man, I don't know. Tito Ortiz is, is he 48? Wow. Man. And
0: and Tito Ortiz is forty three, so Tito Ortiz is is uh, just Liddell's a is forty eight. Is he really? Wow. So so a, as a fan, I don't uh, I don't want to watch it for you know, for me. I don't want to watch it, but I, I think uh, if that's what they want to do and they can get people to watch it, yeah, man. Chuck Liddell, forty eight years old.
1: Yeah, I mean if it, that fight happens, like I mean I would imagine I don't know Bellator. what
0: commission. You know, they, yeah, well it wouldn't be. I don't yeah, know how that go, works, We go man. back
1: to the commissions again. Listen, They'll find a way to get around everything. I don't know.
0: I, I respect yeah. a lot Michael Bisping for, for fighting after being uh, beat by GSP. I just, um, I don't know how that, I don't know how they allow that. I, I mean, he he was. Nets, again, uh, yeah.
1: you know, go, you know. We I, could we could beat we this could, we we yeah. could beat this horse. i just don't uh, this, know how this horse is already you you've laying, been dealing dangling. with
0: it for so long that yeah. you're so used to it uh numb to it almost i just don't i don't understand uh listen why would I, they I, why would
1: they allow floyd mayweather to fight Conor McGregor
0: a, a guy o and o,
1: right yeah well, how yeah, yeah well, that's money right money right. that's right. a lot of money for vegas, a lot of money you know it it it, what it inspires they say? Well, who was that that always followed a money trail? Yeah, that's a,
0: that's that's true. It's a, it's a, and you're right. It's yeah. a conversation you can have, but yeah, I mean, but you're like, also right in the idea that you you could have it, but it doesn't matter. They're going to do what they do. Yeah, it's hard to find where the where the the pinpoint would be to to affect change. And at the end of the day, if people want to see Chuck and Tito, I, I don't think anybody cares. If they want to fight and people want to see it, and they're going to make that exactly, money and that yeah. helps them well, pay true. their stuff, then. Let that let them pay. It's like the CM Punk thing. I, I saw one of the questions here. Um, where is it? It's the last question, and this one's uh, from uh, last in our sheet anyway. Uh, Frank Nieda in Wisconsin. He asks, "If you were a fighter, in ideal condition, meaning the best version of you, who would you fight?" Now I'm, I don't know if they mean in the current roster or or what, but. Uh, if you were on the roster,
1: I'm, I'm taking Butterbean. Butterbean. Well, so
0: what's your approach with Butterbean? Are you you're not standing with Butterbean. You're taking you single leg, double leg.
1: Oh, well, we're talking we're talking MMA. MMA. Right? Yeah, this I is this is I, in I, the game. If if I, if I can double leg anybody, I should I should win <laughs> automatically. That's the first thing. That's why. Right. How about
0: you?
2: I would I would say McGregor. I would say McGregor. That's who. Absolutely. That'd be the biggest purse you could get.
0: All right, so you're going full purse.
2: You're going money. I'm Do going you think honor. you could beat
0: McGregor and, in your ideal form?
2: No. I don't, because I'm not a fighter. <laughs> as, as good as I am, I was never a fighter. Why are we having this play Why are
0: we having
1: this conversation? Because, because we, but hey, I'll tell you why, I would Ray, go
0: in. Because we have amazing listeners, yeah. and they, and they, they want to know. They want to know what Mike the producer Longo, would do in that situation. And Mike the producer, and they want to know. This is their shot. Why are you taking this, this away from me? This is their shot. Why? Okay, go ahead. So go you would go it. in knowing that the, the best version of, of you. This is the fight, fight of, the
1: of
2: the century. the Best version of you. Would, you have first, no I chance. Does he get would,
1: to go in the octagon with a golf club? No, I would go thing. to Cerro
2: Longo. I'd get for, for a good six months to a year. Yeah, six months. Wow. Six months to a year, and then That's a lot yeah, of time. Get ready to rock. What's up? Absolutely. Can we... And where do you meet him at 170? No. Yeah. No, I'd have to beat him at You'd have to be like,
0: when, yeah, you'd have to. Because I'm
2: about 150-ish Go back to my room. Does
0: he get the golf club? Does he well, get a no, wedge when he goes he, in there? No, because he's going to get it turned on him. No. He's not going yeah. yeah, to yeah, hold be on he to he that. Couldn't he couldn't even, so even with a wedge. He's hold you, on to that, that Oh, my God. He thinks the wedge away, you with your own wedge. with your own club. You want to keep his dignity. You ask me a question, and I've answered it, damn You're you're sticking with Butterbean? Yeah. Double, Double leg on see that he,
2: he made fifty bucks for that fight. I'll me, t-
0: I'll tell you. Ideally, yes, for the money, of course, everyone wants to fight McGregor. uh I, the best in shape version of me, and I mean this wholeheartedly, I think that the best shape version of me, training camp me, can beat CM Punk at one. Oh wow! You That's think so? I think the best version of me in training camp me can beat wow. CM Punk in a fight. Listen, Ray. He's yeah. got one more pro fight than I do. Exactly. It's definitely, that's, that that, well, how big that is, will be approved by he, the Athletic Commission. He's sure. got one more pro fight that than I do. That definitely He's a little taller than I am, but we're about the same size beyond that. And uh, I'll put my jujitsu against his and my striking against his. And I think, I think he, I'd be a guy he'd want to fight because he could beat me. He's not beating anyone else on that roster. He could beat me. But guess what, folks? I can beat him. And so uh, I wow. I think that I would do that, and I would I would give the money to a veterans' cause because it's just money. So I would I would do something like that, and I think that I could beat uh, CM I Punk. I could see so. this fight actually. I happening. Get ha- Let's let's <laughs> work dude, on this here. Dude, I would. You would, would be train. In serious? Yeah. Mode I would with, train. With I, I, Longo, I would. Wow. Like a I would do though. what I'm doing now, but I would be a little more cautious on my diet, and I would get down to 170. And uh, I would. Your I'm about one eighty five.
1: All right. So he's right in range. He's yeah, low. no,
0: I'm not I'm not uh, you I, heard I, it first. There's a dream MMA and I beyond would, yeah. I would the I'm, is down, I'm the UFC's Enf- dream.
1: A, emphasis on beyond because we're beyond <laughs> I am a everything UFC's dream in reality. the sense yeah.
0: that that I have a bigger following and social media wow. connection than ninety percent of their fighters. Yes yeah, true. And I would uh, I would absolutely promote it. I would absolutely. It would, he would not steamroll me for sure, nor I him. It would be. A, it would be a fight that would be probably pretty sloppy and frustrating to the professional. So what fighters is the there. benefit, however,
2: to CM Punk taking that fight?
0: Because he could beat me, and there's no one on that roster he's beating. I get that. That would be the benefit to him. To him. Also, it would be bigger because again, I have a bigger following so, than anyone in so that roster could who would it fight where him. Make some money absolutely okay absolutely there's not there there's very few ufc fighters who have a bigger following now granted i have it for a different right. reason uh but i think i think that i could do it i Uh-oh. think i could do it so thanks for the question uh frank i know that i was a bit long-winded but i think that i could do it and i would not need a golf club because i'm 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 not great at golf either uh mike uh, you are but i am okay. not how is your golf great
1: place tennis come in do you really? I come in with a tennis racket. Ray plays I tennis. I haven't played in a long time. I used to love playing tennis.
2: No kidding. See that? Oh, yeah. You learn something new every day. Folks,
0: you're listening to MMA and Beyond, as Ray said, way beyond. And uh, you can check us out. You can give us feedback. You see that. There is no question too absurd uh, at MMAandbeyond.com. You can reach Ray Longo at RayLongoMMA. That's on Instagram and Twitter. You can reach me, Steve Mariboli, one word, on Instagram and uh, Twitter as well. And, Mike, what's yours? For real though, this M- time. Yeah,
1: say it for real. No, say it for is, real, we
0: It's
2: Mt. Want...
0: That's it. At Mt. But, but not at no followers. At, not,
1: not at no
2: followers. And it's just the artwork. So you see it. I hope you like it. And it's leave not
0: me a just comment. the artwork, sir. You you have sold art on. Yeah, and no, a no, it's, it's gallery on fifth just gallery.
1: I Describe that art again. What kind of? <laughs> it's like abstract expressionism. Abstract <laughs> expressionism. I do some other exactly. sketches. <laughs> abstract. Ray expressing. was at my opening. Yes, I was. And we'll be at the next one. It. Folks, May, you heard by here, the way,
2: Ray was
0: at his opening, <laughs> and Ray said, and you enjoyed it. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. M.T. Resig yes. on uh, Instagram. And, I'll
2: tell you, and I will say this, that, that Ray came with his lovely wife, and she had a ball. And by the end of the night, everyone really is drawn to Ray's wife because she has such a wonderful personality. Oh. She's very bubbly, she has very happy to be there, and she doesn't sulk. Like some other people. Wow. And
0: and I read a review on the opening. opening And I read there was a dynamic, charismatic speaker with (laughs) with impeccable hair also present. Oh, he was good.
2: (laughs) What we did, folks, is there are about five pieces that we paired up with, with Steve Maraboli quotes. Um, abstract art with with Steve's quotes, and it, and it worked oh, out and very On Fifth nicely. Avenue,
1: baby. That's Fifth right. Avenue. Hey, let's and go when, do when some work. he more felt feedback. like he was losing the crowd. I he said, and you now. He called me up, yeah. He called right. you up to try to get him back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> his own brother was walking down the stairs. He, he was just talking. <laughs> he was Fra- gone. Francis was gone. Was history. He was his He was leaving. Fra- he's, <laughs> he's sitting all with Francis. I swear to God, all I remember about Francis is the back of his head. Leaving. Leaving. He was leaving. He said, I got to get up. I had a little wine, ate a little. Bit gone, hey, we'll nice to History meet you. Yeah. All I wanted to do was see Francis <laughs> couldn't even do that. The artwork chased him right down the <laughs> stairs. Hey,
0: Veronica Myers in Florida, thanks for your feedback. She asked, Mindset and psychology is interesting in fights. Ray says it's very important. We see the videos of fighters training physically, but do you also do psychological training? That's a good question. That's a great question. Thank you, Veronica uh, in Florida
1: uh do a a psychological training with the fighters yeah yeah I mean they have people they talk to I'm sure you've talked to some fighters and uh we have uh Dr. Sherry Wolkin she works with some fighters that uh you know we're going through some stuff and there's there's a couple of people that I think everybody talks to
0: yeah Veronica it's not like you're imagining I get your question it's not uh you see them hitting with Ray you see them running up and down hills you see them um, that's really easy to see. It's easy to film. Uh, so when, when film crews come or they're filming it themselves for their social media, it's easy to see that dynamic of it. They're hitting mitts. They're, they're climbing ropes. They're doing whatever it is that their training might be. Ray has them climb running up and down hills at, at points. Um, that's easy to see the other stuff. They're working with their nutritionist, whether it's, whether they're fight shape or, or someone else, whether they're working with, uh, uh Dr. Sherry or someone else or speaking with me those are things you don't really see that's that's kind of like the the space between that they'll do something like that they might shoot a question over it's not as uh scheduled and and um and uh, planned out as as their physical training is but absolutely and as Ray pointed out before uh, you can get only so far. I love that when you say the octagon or the ring is the truth. Right. You can only get so far with your gift and and, and physical gift and your training. The mindset's what's going to make the champions.
1: Yeah, now exactly. I, I yeah, and, and the other thing is there are people that are on regular basis, some of the fighters that do need to talk to somebody, just like I guess a person has like to, else. to Like anybody else. Like anybody else. But you're right, you're
2: you training someone for a championship fight. Yeah. Do you see... Or can you see that their head is not in the right spot? And will you say to them, "You better go see. You better get your head in the right spot because you're not, you're not focused as you should be on this fight. It wouldn't yeah. have to be a championship. So any fight. Well, you- any
1: fight, without a doubt. There's definitely people. Yeah, without it, there's no question about. It. I could give you one example without mentioning names, but we had a big fight coming up, and the guy walks into the train. He was fighting with his wife, and I was like, "Hey, dude." go home. This training is going to be useless until you make up with your wife and get your head straight. And the guy left, made up with his wife, and we went on to win a pretty pivotal fight in this guy's career. But stuff like that is, is uh, yeah, you see it. There's, there's no way you could be, like, fighting at home. And it's a rare person that can compartmentalize that and then go to the gym and act like nothing's happening. You
0: can't get you can't yeah. go to your job at the pizza place with something like that. Yeah, never I, look, mind I mean, walking into a cage and and, and I, look, being uh, with another. Yeah, I remember athlete.
1: even like training Matt, and I'd be having an argument or something wasn't going right. Always <laughs> like, dude, just please, just an hour, just give me an hour. That's all I need. You know, that's how bad. You know, you have to really straighten that stuff out. And I'm gonna say, just to keep this conversation simple. The environment at home really has to be huge, really, really squared away, or, or you're really you're going to be fighting well, an uphill it. battle. Or if you have a parent that keeps telling you not to fight, or your wife is unhappy, or your girlfriend is torturing you, it will definitely carry over. So that's a a great question. That's tremendous. And, yeah. and
0: Veronica, just for a little more background, also. As, as I learned, when when I originally got into uh, business, I, I first was going to be this, uh, in my mind, this tremendous business consultant. So I focused on business, all academics on business. And when I got there, Veronica, when I was finally in the rooms I wanted to be in with the most successful business people in the world, I realized that, guess what? I'm not talking to them about how to make money. I'm not talking to them about how to run a business. I end up talking to them about how to deal with their wife, their husband, their kids, their this... And it was more of a of a behavioral thing. So as Ray has talked about and taught me and my experience in 20 years have taught me, and I guess, Mike, you as well, going through your career for many years as well, is that at a certain level, the speed you're going out, the success you're at, you start seeing the compromising parts of your life. So when fighters are going through the 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 lower tiers, they could have a couple of flubs in their life the environment they keep doesn't necessarily have to be conducive to a championship but as you get better as you get stringer stronger and bigger not only in the fight game but in every other scenario in your life you'll start seeing the weaknesses the faster you go it's kind of like the space shuttle you know it looks great on the ground but the reason why they have issues sometimes rockets or stuff is when they're going really fast and at peak any little issue that they have can compromise the whole mission, and it's very similar to that in yeah. the fight game. Hey,
1: look, even in, in relationships, normally I think are the number one factor in all of that. Even, look, this, uh, so not, to go, not to go off on a tangent, but, like, the last short movie I did, like, it was supposed to be done, we was supposed to have, like, a premiere in January, and the guy went through a divorce, and he's still working on it. This is how much of an impact it has on your life. He you can't even... That's yeah, really do, funny. And that's it. And then there was, well, Even when I was in business, there was, there was a saying, like, if a guy got divorced, he's useless for about six months. Don't even expect much out of him because he's going to be so wrapped up emotionally in what's going on. And, and I'm saying now, in retrospect, six months is maybe too short. But, you know, if you can't, like, again, it takes a really, it takes a real strong-minded individual uh to be able to compartmentalize that maybe even sociopathic because you know they're not going to even have the feelings and like a normal person would have (laughs) but you know there was one time I was at um somebody's house and uh the guy was I was outside with another guy with just you know chilling out and there was a phone there and it, it happened to be on speaker and I hear the worst argument Ever and me and this other guy, we were like, you know, just turn the phone <laughs> off. I don't want to even. It's <laughs> right. just awkward. Like, but horrible screaming. Two seconds later, that guy walked out. I was like nothing happened. I'm like, hey, dude, you're kidding. <laughs> that you're good. You feel good, right? Like, uh, we just heard the whole, you know, like. But he came out like I was like, I oh, mean, this, this is a special, this is a special person because He'd be anybody able to up, compa-
0: compartmentalize, right?
1: You, well, he was able to act like or nothing
2: so was going on. It. Yeah. I with mean, a fighter, you'll if that guy's not if his look, there head could be a, there could be an, a,
1: a, 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 an instance where you want the guy fight with his wife because he is able to channel that anger onto right, his opponent. Right, so there, right. I'm going to say there might be if you have that individual, you know. And then sometimes that can work for you, but for the most part, you have to be happy at home and right. with, with everything else. So right, it doesn't right, have to right. be just that. But like again, you have to be so focused and dedicated on what you're doing you know you can't have any slip-ups like that mm. that's why like again even in a fight if you were handicapping a fight and somebody know how you do this guy's going through a bad divorce that's right. a great time to get that guy you know what i mean he's not going to be doing the things that he should be doing for the most part so that would be a a big tip as like a gambler you know what i mean no he's having trouble here is kid just OD'd, nobody knows about, you know, those are big things, man, that if you had access to that information, would be, a, I think would be, a, could really sway those odds. You the, know? the
0: environment is everything, man. I remember reading a book. I, I, I don't remember the book, but I remember the preface because the author wrote, uh, you know, he, he did it in the, he did the acknowledgements in the beginning of the book. So he said, thank you to everybody, my publisher, et cetera. And he said, and I dedicate this book to my wife and my daughter without whom this book would have been published two
1: years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's, that's exactly yeah, that's a good way to go. A, we're going to go that, to one that's more. That's a guy that just can't let anything go. No, <laughs> no. we're
0: going to do one more before we close the show. We have uh, Kelvin in Montreal. Uh, you're you're speaking of change in the UFC since the beginning. Where do you see it in five years? I'll start with you, Mike, the producer.
2: I think it. I think it's in five years. It's going to be more heavily heavily regulated. That's what I think it's going to be by who. I think by by the UFC itself. I think that they're going to uh, based on something
0: horrible is going to happen, or just in general like no, a I think uniform that, regulation.
2: I think that the problem. I think that the problem they're having now is that the people that are are in line to have fights for championships going forward are not getting that. It's more now they're looking at ratings. So they'll take someone that's like ranked nine but has a great personality to fight the champion. Then you have a guy who's ranked two or three that really deserves that. I think that they that in order for the, uh, the company to move forward and the sport to move forward, that there has to be more fights based on your um, effort that you've put in, not just because you are you know, so uh, moving it back to that kind of athletic merit. I think like, yeah, like okay. a boxing or something like that. That I, That's yeah, what I think. I'm
1: going to disagree. I think somebody just really wrote, I don't know who wrote the article that their fan base is disintegrating. The demogra- demogra- demographics have definitely changed and they're losing a big part of their audience. And I think they're going to move towards where boxing is, where you're going to see super fights. You know, I don't know if that's, Contradicting what you said, but I think they're going to move more towards that. Just maybe five or six big fights during the year and try to cash in on that. Because I think they've already downsized; they've cut half their company out. So I don't, I don't really see the growth coming. More monster
0: cards. I think they're
1: going to try to hone in on like more of a boxing uh, model, like you know, Frazier Ali and. uh, Durand, uh Leonard, and Leonard uh, Hearn's, and that you know what I'm saying, like yeah, sure. There's going to be a fewer people, and you know, and I think they're going to have to they, they're going to have to change something because I think the model right now, and it really depends on where this TV deal is going. Uh, I say there's no shot. You know, they said they wanted 400 mil a year, which makes sense over the course of 10 years equals 4 billion. I get it. You get your money back, but. I'm saying if they got half of that, they should take the money and run. And, uh, you know, a it, 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 lot's going to be based on that. But I see it heading towards more like the bigger events because I don't think that, that I, the Rockhold-Romero uh, fights didn't do anything pay-per-view. They're not—they're too spread out, you know. Like, I, I don't know, this this last fight, Emmett and— uh, and Stevens was a great fight, but how many people do you think that drew? You a know? million it, it, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, and where was that in relation to everything else?
0: It was an, it was a it was a, an emotional victory for them. Okay. It, it so was, was, it was good, an then. emotional victory for them because because they have been taking such a beating. Uh, and I and I agree with you. I think it's going to an entertainment model. Yeah, something I, different. I think yeah. it has to it has to go yeah. to that entertainment model, and it, it may be an indicator. You know, you always watch the indicators of other businesses. The Reebok deal kind of changed a little bit, and and now they are uh, on top of you know whatever silly amount that. Of course, the fighters are always anti this, and I understand. But it's what's in place. They're kind of adjusting it so much that on the fight week. If you do have a bigger platform, if you are more marketable, you do make more money. Wow. And so so then again, that pushes towards the super fight theory where it is going to be uh, it is going to be people who if you can get more eyes on the spectacle, once again. A behavioral scientist against a former WWE guy yeah. will we'll bring wow. in some numbers. That kind of thing will do it. And, and so, so it's
2: pretty much the exact opposite of what I was saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I, and I,
0: I, I don't think that it's going that way. I think that it would have if they didn't sell it to an entertainment company. Once they sold it to the entertainment company, the business model changed. And they can blame it on McGregor all they want. But they don't. The business model changed once it became an entertainment model, and that's why you're seeing that the fighters are so frustrated. But they're they're looking at an old gauge. It's not merit. It's still merit based, but the merit that what what constitutes your merit as a fighter has adjusted, and you have to build your social media. Enter guys like Aljo, enter guys like the Stevens, enter guys. That's why I said you can market this guy. Those yeah. are the ones I think they're looking for, at least in the short term.
1: And and the other thing is with all the platforms that are out now, who knows? It might just be on Amazon. Who knows where it's going? It's going you know,
0: where they can get money.
1: Exactly. They And they have to. And if st- they and if they can put whoever
0: versus whatever, right. they'll get over the feelings of all the yeah, yeah. people who are complaining about it because you're buying it anyway. Yeah, right. Those people who are complaining about it are the diehard. Hard, so are going to buy it
1: anyway because if i hear anything it's oversaturated this and that and then the first time a fight's not on for a weekend everybody's like where are the well, fights? What are we no do? Fight? yeah what are we doing now you know so you know i don't know if it's oversaturated because even i miss it man when it's not on when it's know, an like, off weekend
0: yeah. and i'm excited uh, even in uh in mma in general when there's yeah. a bellator followed by ufc those yeah. type of weekends fantastic folks just like that, another MMA and Beyond episode. You can check us out at com. Share us on iTunes. Let everybody know we're grassroots in this. So we're getting a bunch of shows under our belts before we start telling everybody and everything. So we need your help. Tell us who you are. Or send us uh, uh, five-star reviews on iTunes so we can be pushed up on their ratings as well. Tell everyone you know we're gonna. we're looking forward to having guests. We're looking forward to speaking more on topics that you want. This is your show. Make sure you contact us, MMAandBeyond.com. You can reach Ray Longo at RayLongo MMA. That's on Twitter and Instagram. You can reach me at Steve Maraboli on Twitter and Instagram. And Mike, the producer, Resigliano, where can we find you, brother?
2: <laughs> <laughs> snore. M.T.
1: Resig. That's it. <laughs> At
2: empty resig, oh, folks. And that's it's not been great.
1: empty resig. That's yeah. empty em- resig. Empty. Yeah. That's E M P T Y Oh my God,
2: Ray. We'll go get some coffee.
0: MMAandBeyond dot com. We'll see you next time.